Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to another glorious edition of the <laughs> Rated R Safety Show. Today's Thursday, November the 19th of 2020, day 324 of the year, and only 42 days left to go. Anyways, how are you? It's off to a bright and early morning here at the 7 o'clock hour. If you're in the Eastern time zone, that's for sure. If you're not in that time zone, then it really doesn't matter what probably what time it is, depending on when you're listening to us. Anyways, we're streaming live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, across the multiverse of Safety FM I. Items, of course, as you are aware, we have just had that discussion several times before, and I'm sure we'll have that discussion several times more before it's all said and done. Anyways, how have you been over the last few hours? I will tell you my life continues to change time to time, moment to moment before we get this whole thing started. It's always amazing to me just taking a look around and some of the different pictures and the different things that are actually taking place inside of the world. Always finding some stuff to try to come back and bring to you for us to have these discussions here in the first thing in the morning or in the afternoon, depending on how you're taking a listen, or midday. I mean, it is some different options, of course, taking a listen to what is going on. So as we start this off to this morning, and we're having some of the conversations let me ask the all-important question of how are you like seriously how are you we're in november right now as you fully are aware but how are things with you 
Like, have you sat back for a moment and taken an inventory of everything going on? And I ask this because there has been some strange times and some strange things going on for sure. And I know definitely serious tone starting off. But how important that question is that we seem to forget from time to time. How are you? Are you taking it easy? Or as easy as possible? Are you decompressing? Are you not letting the things of this world at the moment stressing you out? Or are they? Have you been taking care of yourself? And I ask these questions because they're all important. And yeah, we sit around, have fun, make some games and do some different things, do some contests, have some interactions and do some stuff. But at the end of the day, the important part is that you're doing well and your family are doing well. And of course, your friends as well. But are you taking care of yourself? We are in unknown times for sure with everything going on. The more that you watch the news, the more difficult and interesting things get. And I know we normally start off with other stuff, but I wanted to talk to you and really make sure that you're okay. And yeah, all joking aside for the moment, what are you doing to take care of yourself? I've been going through different things and reading just simple articles and difficult articles. And it's just weird seeing all the things that are going on. Weird because they're not expected or unexpected or not something that's common to us. And then there's just some odd things going on in the, new, in the way that the world is changing. So as we get into this mess this morning, let's go ahead and have some fun, do some things. But I always want you to be aware that the most important thing that happens out of this show or whatever the hell you want to call it is you. That's the most important part. We want to make sure that you're fine. And yeah, we do talk about some serious topics. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, we're going to talk about some serious topics, especially when we get further down the story, the stories today, especially inside of the main story. But your well-being is so crucial to this conversation. So keeping that in mind, and I'll talk briefly about what's trending, which is kind of funny because if you take a look at it, the trending thing that's going on right now is a complaint. And the trending thing right now that's really popular on Twitter that people are complaining about and taking a look around is could Rockefeller Center's Christmas tree look any worse? And of course, it's a 2020 Christmas tree is what they're referencing it as. And yes, we will admit that it looks in some rough shades. It definitely looks like it's been weathered. You can definitely take a look at that. It is readily available. There's one guy that posted it has already over 5.3 million views. But I don't know if that's always all important on exactly what's going on. The important part here is making sure that you're fine. So let's go with that in mind. Let's talk about some feature story news. Get that started. And then let's get us rolling and bowling into some normal neck of the woods as we do this this morning. 
Here is the news on the Rosenbach Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. A landmark inquiry into the actions of Australian Special Forces in Afghanistan has found credible evidence that soldiers committed serious crimes while serving in the country. Sean Bindley reports. The report found that as many as 25 Australian SAS soldiers unlawfully killed 39 unarmed civilians between 2005 and 2016. The inquiry claims that junior soldiers were often required by the commanders to be blooded by shooting prisoners to get their first kill. The heavily redacted findings were released by Defence Force Chief Angus Campbell today. It's alleged that some patrols took the law into their own hands. Rules were broken, stories concocted, lies told and prisoners killed. In Brisbane, I'm Sean Bindley. Chinese President Xi Jinping says more high-quality goods and services will be imported and the country's economy will continue to open up. He's been speaking at the APEC forum and also signalled Beijing will attempt to sign more trade deals around the world. A coronavirus vaccine being developed by the University of Oxford could be a game-changer in protecting older people. The latest data shows the vaccine produces a strong immune response in adults in their 60s and 70s. John Beaver reports from London. It's the latest good news in the fight against coronavirus. Scientists from the University of Oxford have announced encouraging results for their vaccine. A study of 560 adult volunteers found that those aged 60 and above developed a strong immune response that was similar to those who were much younger. Researchers have said they are delighted with the results and are now testing to see if the vaccine stops people developing COVID-19. The Oxford vaccine is the fourth trial to report good preliminary data, with more details expected in the next few weeks. Meanwhile, the UK government's confirmed it's looking at how to potentially relax COVID restrictions over Christmas so families can celebrate together. North Korea says it'll boost its efforts to fight the pandemic without any outside help. State media says allowing outside intervention would increase the risk of the virus entering the country. Bruce Harrison reports from Seoul. State newspaper The Rodong Shinmun said the country is at a critical crossroads. The Daily said North Korea has to make a choice between killing their children by looking across the border for materials they could live without or keeping their kids alive under the current situation. The paper added that the virus is spreading in other countries hit by a second wave. North Korea closed its borders in January and maintains it's still virus-free. The U.S. military has said North Korea even put shoot-to-kill orders in place for anyone trying to cross sea or land borders. Bruce Harrison, Seoul. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. You know, I have to tell you, if we were on the radio-only version of this thing, Shoot to Kill, Shoot to Thrill would definitely be playing right now. I know terrible timing on that, but that would definitely be exactly what's going on. But I will tell you that we have become so inhibited by what we can do on the video stuff that I get sometimes paranoid before I actually do anything. But hey, don't worry about that. Just kind of giving you some side information. So anyways, let's just get into it and just go, 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 go. Yeah, some interesting things going on inside of the neck of the woods for sure. You know, Shoot to Kill. 
kill orders is kind of a shitty thing to hear about, but hey, it is actually what's going on. But let's talk about some other stuff that's going to play into a factor of the holiday season because, you know, we are entering right now. I mean, we are talking that we are literally one week away from actual Thanksgiving. I'm sure some people will be celebrating Friendsgiving this weekend if they haven't already done so. So that's the stuff that we have to start talking about. So let's talk about some other things that will go directly into this whole fashion factor and all that kind of fun stuff. So let's talk about the CDC is advising those who would to attend a family gathering this holiday season to avoid what? Each other would probably be the greatest thing, but that's not it. It's avoiding caroling, loud music, and alcohol in order to limit the chances of contacting COVID-19. Now, what the what the hell does music have to do with anything? Anyways, let's talk about that. The CDC reiterated that the virus is primarily transmitted from person to person through respiratory droplets like saliva. Also, sneezes and coughs can increase the chance of someone's contacting the virus. Other holidays activities noted as high risk are shopping in crowded stores around Thanksgiving. Participating or watching a crowded race, attending a parade or a large indoor gathering while people who aren't from with people with who aren't from your household. So what do you think here? Okay, so loud music? Like okay. I think that that might have been like uh maybe loud singing, I can understand. Um but loud music? Come on, man. I'll tell you that when I'm actually at my house, I talk about it all the time. Loud music in my neighborhood is pretty interesting. I always tell people all the time on how my neighbors listen to some great music. But sometimes, it's not by choice. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so take a listen to this real quick. After losing his sense of his sense of taste and smell, Russell Donnell or Donnelly figured that the coronavirus was to blame. A positive rapid test later, and his theory was proven correct. Despite the test, his friends didn't believe that he really couldn't taste anything. So Donnelly put his taste buds to enjoy to, to the test and joined COVID nineteen taste test on TikTok. The thirty year old made a video of himself eating a raw onion garlic paste and drinking a shot of lemon juice the video went viral and has been seen over 15 million times he has filmed himself eating an oreo with wasabi on it drinking orange juice after brushing his teeth and a huge glob of toothpaste drinking shots of vinegar oh my lord that has to be something interesting to look at and definitely that if you can pull that magic trick off and saying that your taste buds are working and you're able to do that and go, okay, we're moving forward with it. Holy crap. Now I will say probably a lot of people that are on here, um, probably in the mail demo during their college years, high school years, you say, I could do all that stuff. No problem. Um, I'm sure you could because a lot of us were crazy, but there was definitely probably some faces to be made back at that time. Anyways, more Americans are now willing to get the coronavirus vaccine, according to a Gallup poll, which was conducted between October the 19th and November the 1st, stated that they would be open to the vaccine. The number is up from 50 percent that Amer- that Americans saying that they would get get it in September. Of the 42% of Americans who said that they are not willing to get the vaccine, 37% said that the rush development is the main reason, while 26% said they're waiting until they have it confirmed to be safe, and another 12% say that they just don't trust vaccines in general. Yeah, I won't tell you what camp those people are in. But, man, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. And, I mean, that is part of the question. 
that's what I keep on wondering as we hear more and more about this. So as you take a listen and you hear about the vaccines that are coming up, coming about, I mean, we did just hear that out of Oxford, there is rendition three of the vaccine. So what are we going to start taking a look at there? Is that going to be that whole other conversation moving forward where it goes like this? Um, do you have the Chevy or do you have the Lexus or do you have the Tesla model? That's the one that I want to go with. Uh, because you have to take a look at it because I think that there's going to be some thought process behind it when it comes to that. And, of course, the one that they were just talking about a few moments ago was for people that were 60 and above, according to Feature Story News. But how do you look at all of this and how do you look at it and go, OK, that's going to work for what you're attempting to do? And how is insurance going to cover it, especially in the U.S., because of how the insurance programs work here in the U.S.? Well, I mean, wasn't there at one point, if it was COVID-related, they said that, you know, you were in the clear and all that other fun stuff on how that was going to work? I mean, I just don't know. So I have to ask, bring it up, and talk about it, that's for sure. Because I do tend to talk quite a bit about stuff, which probably is not a good thing sometimes, depending on where you're listening at, <laughs> listening to what's going on. Anyway, so think about it in that fashion. I don't know what exactly your plans are or what you're exactly expecting to do when the coronavirus vaccine becomes available. And if it does become readily available, as we did discuss yesterday, how quick will you be willing to jump on? And number two, how quick will they be available across the board? That's the other portion to think about there. Anyways, Californians are supposed to do what Governor Newsom says <laughs> says, and not what he does. Yeah, that's making the circles this morning. Newsom, who wants to enforce strict guidelines to combat coronavirus in his states, was spotted mingling with his friends at an upscale restaurant in wine country. Also, no one appeared to have masks on. Newsom addressed the photo, saying that it was a bad mistake. A spokesperson for the group of diners told Fox 11 that that the seating was considered outdoors, yet the eyewitnesses told the, told the outlet that the glass lighting doors encircling the group had to be shut because of a little because of a little bit of noise that was out there. And you know, here's the thing. I mean, and here's the thing, and we have to talk about it. I chuckle the more stories that I hear. You know, everybody at some point is fallible and they're fallible. We're always fallible, but at some point you're going to see it. And yeah, I'm going to tell you some people are kind of locked up in some regards. Some people are losing their mind and that's okay. No one that I have met to this point is perfect. I have seen some people that I consider that they look perfect, but that's a whole other story. And let's probably not go down that conversation. But in talking about this, you know, people are going to screw up. And yes, I'm not defending Newsom, that's for sure. But you, you've seen pictures of Fauci. You've seen pictures of so many others. You've seen people with pictures that they say, oh, I'm not going to be pictured with masks and all this other stuff. And it's just weird. It's weird. There is nothing perfect about this. This is unprecedented times. I'm not justifying that what the dude did was right. But we all go a little stir crazy, or should I say, we all go a little stir crazy from time to time. So that's the way to look at it. Think about it for a moment. So let's say, for instance, you're accustomed to traveling all the time. And all of a sudden now, over the last eight months, you've been locked up. Is it driving you because that's what's going on? Is it bothering you because that's what's going on? And that's the stuff that you have to talk about. And I'm not saying, hey, go out there and go to wine country 
and go hang out with your friends and, you know, don't wear a mask and then bitch about it on the news. And this is what people need to be doing. But people will fail at certain aspects. We'll fail in a lot of aspects. Let's be realistic, but they're going to fail when it comes to stuff like this. I'm not used to wearing a mask all the time. The funny part about this, and this is probably almost going to seem like a plug. The mask thing has not driven me crazy. And let me explain why. Because for years, and I mean years, I wore a training mask when I was going to the gym. So I understand how bad it sucks to wear a mask. And don't get me wrong. I like the training mask aspect. But yeah, if you're doing a lot of work outside, yeah, it has to be terrible for you. So in regards of meaning having that thing on, if you're not accustomed to it, but there's different variations that get expensive. Don't get me wrong, but you're going to have to do and adjust to what you think is, is best. The other portion that I'm starting to see a lot of talking about masks for a moment is that a lot of places are restricting the gator style mask. And I'm not saying with the gator design, I'm talking about the gator style where you can move it up and down and all that kind of fun stuff that kind of goes on your neck. They're saying, uh-uh, that doesn't count. And you know that when this whole thing first started, some people went a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because they started doing bandanas. They started doing some random assortment of items. I've even seen people use underwear on their face. I'm trying to play it off as if it was a mask just to show that they were anti-establishment. There was a guy that I remember posting videos online that he was going to several different retailers and he was wearing a motorcycle dirt bike style mask where it has all kinds of holes in the mask area. And he was saying, this is just to prove the fact that they don't really care. I have not seen, well, I haven't seen for the majority of the part, the mask police at the actual retail stores. I see people getting pissed off, of course, that you have to have a mask on, but I haven't seen people are like, you must stop. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. And I, I don't think it's going to get simpler as we move on, but that's the way that it goes. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. Thanksgiving celebrations are limited in Oregon, but protests and riots are not. Yeah, think about it that way. Democratic Governor Kate Brown ordered two-week freeze this week that limits the indoor and outdoor gathering to no more than six people from no more than two households. Violators will face up to 30 days in jail, up to $1,250 in fines, or both, according to the Oregorian. And just in case, that's a newspaper up there. What is not mentioned in the order is the number of protesters and rioters allowed to congregate in the streets. A valid point, according to as the Portland has been hotbed for a protest, riots, and looting and violence. So let me ask just a strange question because I have to understand this right away. So if you go to jail for 30 days for violating this, because you can't have more than six people from two households, does that mean that a lot of people you live with are going to be arrested? Now think about that for a moment. Because isn't the jail going to be populated with others? I'm just asking the question. You know how that goes. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so I got some news for you. Got some news for you. You know, we constantly reference to the different flavors of Pepsi. Yeah, there are some hidden gems inside of there when we do talk about it. But I got some great news to share. Pepsi announced their newest limited edition flavor on Tuesday, Pepsi Apple Pie. 
According to the release of the cola is designed to taste and smell like apple pie, complete with notes of cinnamon, crisp apple, and buttery pastry crust. But here is the catch. The new flavor will not be available for purchase in stores. Instead, those wanting to try it must post a photo or a video of them. Um, best baking fail on Twitter or TikTok along with the hashtag Pepsi Apple Pie Challenge. That's Pepsi Apple Pie Challenge. Pepsi will then choose their favorites and send the winners their own two-liter bottle of Apple Pepsi Pie Cola. So there's something to think about. Now, I got a question. Why was it that they never came out with the Lana Del Rey Challenge version of that one? That might have been the one that I would have been willing to participate in. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so after missing for almost a year, Walter, the golden retriever, has been reunited to its owner. Kate Olson of New Hampshire was visiting a family in Arnold, Missouri last Thanksgiving when Walter slipped out of his collar and took off. Olson stayed in the area for about for weeks, hoping to find her beloved pup. And mu- as months passed, Olson got a few calls Sighting of, of a few back and forth continues of his such. She created a Where's Walter Facebook page and reached out to multiple animal rescue groups. Ten months passed and Olsen started to give up hope of, of ever seeing Walter again. Until she got the call on November the 13th from the Lost Paws trapping in Illinois. That was when they had found him. The pair was reunited on Friday night, so there you go. Some interesting stuff going on there. So I don't know. I keep on looking at it, and I go, how strange it is with the love of pets. And don't get me wrong, I understand people like pets and all that kind of fun stuff. But I look at it, and I go, so you took them out, and then this is what happened. I, I always, I'm kind of always weirded by that. And I will tell you, I have been on both sides of the fence. I've never been a take the take the animal to work kind of person because I think that just causes a whole other cluster. But I have been the kind of person that have taken my pets to people's houses, which is a terrible idea. But I have done that. But I will tell you, being on the other side of that equation on where people bring their pets to your house. Oh, my God. Especially if they can't control the, the damn thing. It drives me cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and that is no joke there on regards and some of the things that happen. It's like, this is my best friend. I've seen some weird shit with, when it comes to animals as well, too, um, when people bring them over. And I just go, God, if you're willing to do that in public, who the hell knows what goes on behind the scenes? And that's for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so you know that this is the weird time of the year where a whole bunch of people start doing some weird stuff of, hey, let's try some different flavors, some different tests under normal circumstances. And I guess this year will be no different. So let's talk about that real quick. Baskin Robbins is bringing back its annual ice cream filled with, are you ready? Turkey cake. Yeah, I said turkey cake. Did you hear me correctly? Yeah, turkey cake. The limited edition cake, which is shaped like an actual turkey, is made with two sugar cones with the legs and covered with caramel-colored glaze is what it looks like. The stuffing flavors, including chocolate chips, dough, old-fashioned butter pecan, and peanut butter and chocolate. But, man, would you like to slap that down as trying to be the turkey and not say shit to anybody just to see what happens. Now, the fun part is we go through this. 
Let's talk about it. So depending on how your work environment is, so let's say, for instance, you're still going in to a work site. How are you doing this? Because this is normally the time of the year where it's potluck. Let's have Thanksgiving together and everybody's going to bring something in and we're going to have a big tasty meal together. And that's perfectly fine. But how is that going to work this year? Like, are you still trying to pull that off? And have you already pulled it off if you did? And how concerned were you? Or was it just bring all your junk from home and eat in front of a whole bunch of people with your own meal? And I think that that's an option as well. I mean, don't say, I'm not going to say that it's not, but man, I don't know. I remember one year I was working at this one transportation organization and this girl got sick while she was cooking, which I still find amazing. And this guy went by to pick up the food that she had made. And then in return, as you can imagine how the rest of the story is going to go, the people that ate the stuff that she had cooked, now that she was a bad cook, got sick. I just don't get it. Now, the odd part about it is I was thinking about that story. The guy that brought the food is now dead, but it's not related to the food. So let's just make sure that I'm clear there. God, that turned morbid quick. Um, anyways, let's continue real quick. The wreath laying ceremonies at more than 2,100 locations across the country will still happen this year, but with extra safety guidelines. On Tuesday, President Trump announced at the annual event at the Arlington National Ceremony, which is honors fallen soldiers, will still go on after it was previously announced that the tradition could be canceled because of the coronavirus. Co-workers founder of the Wrath Across America, Karen Wash, well, hold on, let's try that last name, Wasser, said that the outpouring of support comes from across the country to honor fallen the Fallen was phenomenal. So there you go. Some interesting stuff there. You know, I have to tell you, I find it amazing on how some people are willing to do things over and over again. And I think it's great to hear this about our fallen soldiers and what people are willing to do and willing to do to express their gratitude and to help out and all that kind of fun stuff. But take a look at it as well, too. Think about some of the oddities that will be here this year. So if you ever participated in the basket brigade, which is a big, um, did I say Tim Robbins? I almost said, so it's a big event that occurs where people make baskets to help other people that are potentially in need. And this is a, a, an event that goes on all the time. Every year I see this basket brigade right around this time of the year with Tony Robinson I almost said Tim Robinson, who is somebody entirely different. And Tony Robinson has been putting this on for years, and some individuals have kind of taken with that and ran down. And the funny part is that I have seen this year over year over year being done, and there's thousands of these baskets that are donated, at least in a, at, at a local level here where I'm located. And I know nationally there's millions at that particular point. But I look at this and I go, what happens now with organizations that do that? Because what normally takes place, and let me kind of explain part of this real quick, was the Basket Brigade is that somebody actually promotes you to be there. And let me explain what that means. So it's not, you can actually reach out if you're in need, but you can also have somebody who's like a friend, a family, an acquaintance, a, mem a family member, an acquaintance, and so on, 
reach out for you to be put onto this list. And yeah, there are strangers that pop out with these baskets. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's not the case. And then they show up and drop them off. And it's a very interesting ordeal on how it works. But this year, because you're not going to be able to do a lot of that stuff, some of it has been changed. And now it becomes gift cards. And I have this weird love-hate relationship with gift cards. And let me explain why I say that. Because you're taking money that's perfectly good anywhere, and then you're converting it to be able to use only in one place. And then if the place goes under, you just lost the money. So I always have a hard time with that. Um, So I always tell people, I don't try to give gift cards. At least I've stopped. And if I do, it's normally something with a pretty big label like American Express, Visa, MasterCard, something along those lines. But something I just think about out loud. But how do you think that this will actually play a factor going forward? That's my other question for you. That's a lot of the stuff that I'm starting to think about as we do move forward here. Anyway, so let's continue talking real quick. So let's talk about what we have going on in our main story today. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. And so, of course, the main story is going to be a little bit different. And it's something that we need to talk about. And something that does happen, and sometimes most people don't talk about it, but it is a conversation piece, for sure, that needs to be discussed. And already going into the subject of soldiers, I want to continue and talk about this real quick. Soldier kills herself after being sexually assaulted by a group of fellow soldiers. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. Morgan Robinson, a National Guard, a, yeah, a National a National Guard soldier, killed herself after she was raped by a group of fellow Americans while she was deployed overseas. Morgan's mother, Debbie Robinson, told CBS News that she believes her daughter killed herself because of her mental trauma of the experience. To think, and this is quoting her real quick. To think about that, what took her life. That's what broke her. They wanted her body and they took her soul. Now, this is her parents saying this. This is her mother. She had a terrible experience in the military, which which involved constant abuse by her fellow soldiers and authority figures on the base. While she was deployed to Kuwait, she was sexually assaulted multiple times by one of her supervisors. She reported the abuse, but nobody did anything to address the allegations. Shortly after, Robinson was then sent to Afghanistan, where multiple soldiers ganged up and raped her. She previously experienced with reporting sexual assault in the military, discouraged her from reporting and what took place in Afghanistan, and she committed suicide four months later. The Army began an investigation into Morgan's death and gave the family a report, but most of it had been redacted. And when I'm talking about most of it had been redacted, over 100 pages were just black-out pages of pure redaction. The parts of the document that were still visible, Sergeant Robinson suffered sexual, physical, and psychological trauma while deployed. The sequel of the trauma was a factor in her death. Debbie Robinson was horrified by the report. I just didn't understand how they could actually stand there and look at me in my eyes and hand this to me, she said. Debbie believes that the military is responsible for her daughter's death because they failed to take the initial sexual assault allegation seriously. 
They can't police their self. How can they investigate their self? You can't, Debbie said. It was a job she loved. It was her it was for her country. Everything just plays over and over and over in my head thinking about it. Did I miss something? Could I have done something, she added? The Army said in a statement that offers, offers conducted a, a full investigation into the sexual assault report and took appropriate actions against the supervisors, but did not say what the action was. The department remains committed to our goals of ending sexual assault in the military, providing the highest quality response to service members and holding offenders appropriately accountable. The Army's principal policy advisor, Elizabeth Van Winkle, said earlier this year, the family of Vanessa Gullion, another soldier who died in the hands of abusers from her own military base, called on recruits to think twice about joining the military because it has been hostile environment for many people, especially women. The death of Vanessa, who was just 20 years old, sparked a Me Too movement on the U.S. military with soldiers coming forward with their stories of sexual assault. The department, the Defense Department, physical year 2019 of sexual assault in the military said that there were about 7,825 incidents of sexual assault reported among soldiers, which is about a 3% increase from 2018. According to the 2011 report, at least 25% of women serving in the U.S. military have been sexually assaulted and up to 80% have been sexually harassed. The report found that women in the U.S. military were more likely to be raped by fellow soldiers than they were to be killed in combat. Now, I want you to think about everything I just said there. You're taking a position as a female that you're going to serve your country and you have a higher chance in that year of 2011 of being killed or excuse me, of being raped than what you do of actually being killed. The other portion that the news story leaves out, but this story is readily available on CBS. What she was told that was done to the superior that is not on the report, but was told to her directly was that he received a write-up. A write-up for raping somebody. Think about that for a moment. A write-up. I don't care if you're the best soldier you've ever seen, that the world's ever seen. This is totally unacceptable behavior. And yeah, this is going to put me in some harsh waters by some of the stuff that I say, but this is the other portion that we need to think about. There's stuff that's going on like this inside of the military. There's stuff that's going on inside of our world that happens like this. If you really want to take some deep dives, look into some of the stories at some of the organizations that you've been at. Let's talk about quick pro quo. Think about it. Some people will turn around and say, well, they were willing to do it. Were they willing to do it? Were they willing to take the risk? Were they willing to do the rejection of their superior for they could get a higher position? How do you look at that? This one right here is a soldier who was committed to her country. If you listen to the mother's interview, which is about eight minutes long, give or take, this is something she's always wanted to do. 
But can you imagine? You go do the job that you love. You're helping your country. And you're raped. And then you report it. You move somewhere else. And then you're gang raped. And no talking about what happened several different times. And this is part of the conversations that a lot of us don't have. And that's not okay. It's not okay. And I look at this and I talk about it and I go, yes, this happens in our world of safety more often than what we would like to admit. And it's not an issue so much with work. It's an issue with work culture. It's an issue with how we look at things. Think about the changes that have occurred over the years on how things used to be and how certain things were okay to do. Have things gotten better? Yes, but are they where they need to be? Absolutely not. Think about these things. Well, did you provoke him by the way that you were dressed? What? Did you provoke him by the way you were dressed? There's a lot there. There's so much to think about as we reference this real quick. And let me explain something to you. I was having a conversation with someone yesterday. And yeah, we talk a lot about problems. And we talk a lot about theories. But when do we start having conversation about actual resolutions? When do we start having conversations not about theories, but about actually resolving problems like this? Seriously, I understand to an extent the level of fear that one must have if you report something and nothing occurs out of it. And believe me, it's not, I'm not trying to turn this doom and gloom, but I'm trying to turn it into understand the reality of the situation that is what's going on out there. This is one case. How many more of these actually happen that we don't know about? That people don't come forward about? And that's something to think about. Now, listen. We can talk about a lot of different things here, and we could go on for this story. We can go on to the next story, but no life should be taken or grant or given away. They, t- like the lady said in this, they wanted her body, but they took her soul. And I look at that, and that's exactly how I see this. And I go, and I don't know what to say next, and. I can't really give you anything. I don't have a solution to the problem. But only thing that comes to mind right away is we have to talk. We have to be willing to be open. This goes from anywhere from the military, and I'm talking about for stuff internally there, not trade secrets. But we also have to have some of these conversations inside inside of your organization. Things happen behind closed doors that you probably wouldn't expect. I will tell you I've been involved with some weird investigations throughout my life where I have even been at workplaces where general managers, male general managers, have forced themselves 
on females inside of their org- inside of the organization and even going much further with multiple people. And these were not only allegations, they were proven at another time, but these are the things that we have to talk about. And these are the things that we need to consistently have the conversation where we have the open door policies where people talk about what's going on. Feather, I appreciate you actually sharing what you said in the box. Now, for those that are not watching the visual standpoint, Pedro Maciel, host of the X Factor of Safety, said, I am scared shitless as my daughter wants to join the military after she's done with high school. And I look at this, and this can happen there, but this can happen anywhere. So a couple of things as I move forward here and we continue having a conversation, I want to reference a couple of different things. The first thing that I want to talk to you about is, number one, make sure that you're having these open and honest conversations with people about what's going on. The other portion, if you are suffering from depression, I got a couple of different things for you here today. Number one, the first thing I want to discuss is this. We talk about the suicide, the suicide prevention lifeline all the time, so I'm going to give you that one first. So the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK, readily available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If something terrible has happened, don't move forward until you call that number. We can't do what we do without you. Everybody has a part in this life. You have to be here to be your to do your part. Nobody can actually do your part. The other portion, just for conversation pieces, I'm going to give you this. This one's a little bit a little bit crazy on how it's actually worded, so I'm going to give it to you real quick. You can stay connected to this other organization that I wear their shirts all the time and I love them. I wear their bracelets all the time too. To write love on her arms. To write love on her arms. You can stay connected with them via text. And I want you to think about this. They can send you encouragement, blogs, podcast episodes, information, and everything that's going on inside of the world and the experience and talking about things that are related to mental health, all you have to do is the following. Go to text the word hello, H-E-L-L-O, that's H-E-L-L-O, to 321-204-0578. That's 321-204-0578. That will get everything started in that particular guy, uh, down that particular path of just giving you inspiration and things to talk about. Yes, I know this conversation sucks, but this is the reality of the world that we're going through in regards to the things that are going on, and we need to start having these conversations. It's not something to be locked up. It's not something to be have these pent-up aggressions. It's not something that we should actually hold back. The only way that any of this is ever going to change is by starting the conversation without there being shame associated to having the conversation. If something has happened, you need to move forward. You need to have these conversations. Don't know what else to say. Just don't. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Accident. It's wrong. 
But the hospital and doctors will never admit their mistakes. Nobody knows the law better than I do when it comes to birth trauma cases. And we've won some of the biggest verdicts in history. It's our mission to make them pay for the expensive health care your baby so desperately needs. Because I won't back down, give up, or give in, ever. We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Take it back down for a moment. Anyways, that is Home Again by Park Lane, Lakeisha Nugent. There you go. Anyways, really wanted to have that conversation first thing this morning in regards to what was going on. I was so pissed off the moment that I actually found that. So anyways, that's going to kind of put us into the next few steps here. Let's talk about some other things going on inside of the world of news. And let's go from there. Um, Number one, wanted to share this with you. We have been talking for months now. This is totally changing the subject, so please understand that. Um, We've been talking for months about that little movie known as Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, Wonder Woman 1984. So I do not know if you saw the breaking news yesterday. But I am going to share this with you. But the breaking news is the movie Wonder Woman 1984 did not get pushed back again. It is finally going to be released before the end of the year. But they're doing it in a much different format than expected. Now, keep in mind that when they did the several pushbacks, they did say that the movie was only going to be released in theater. And that was going to be the option that they were going to do first before they did anything else. Well, it sounds like they have changed their mind to some extent. So let me explain what's going on. On December the 25th of this year of 2020, yes, Wonder Woman will still be released in the movie theater, but it is also being released on a video streaming service known as HBO Max. So HBO Max and the movie theater will release it on the same day. Now, here's the thing. It's much different than anybody else has done anything so far. So you have the option of going to the movie theater and see it, but if you are a subscriber of HBO Max... You will not have to pay anything addition to to be able to watch it on December the 25th. So there you go. There's Warner Brothers, AT&T, whatever the hell you want to call them, giving you a nice little gift on Christmas Day if you're interested in that movie. Of course, with the first movie doing so well, I'm sure that there will be a lot of people super excited about actually being able to watch it. So there you go. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about what's going on, a little bit more inside of the news. We're going to still try to get you out at the top of the hour because that's what we do around here. Let's see if I can give you the guarantee. Anyways, Twitter is evolving evolving beyond the 280 character blocks of text. This week, the social media announced the disappearing tweets and some of the other features, including audio. First off, fleets. 
are just supposed to disappear after 24 hours. This is similar to the features offered by Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. Fleets do not receive retweets like the public replies. Twitter is also expanding the test of voice tweets for direct messaging. Thank God, because I hate typing. Um, and introducing a new experiment called Audio Spaces. Oh, let's try that. Audio spaces described as live audio space where multiple people can communicate and discuss the debate topic and will be available before the new year. Oh, so basically it's Zoom without video, or we can also call this damn thing a telephone. Tweets that disappear. I'm guessing there are a lot of people who wish that they had this five years ago before they got fired. I definitely think that that's the case, too. Um, yeah, disappearing tweets. I will tell you, I definitely had some shit on my Twitter that I used to say that I was like, holy shit, what the hell was wrong with me? Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. The doctor knows. Yeah, the doctor knows. An American doctor has gone viral with his tips on how to keep your glasses from fogging when you're wearing a face mask. Last week, Dr. Daniel Hefferman, a neurosurgeon in Memphis, Tennessee, shared a selfie on Twitter, which shows wearing a face mask with an... Adhesive bandage, um, bandage plastic on the top of it. In the caption, he wrote, "If you're having a hard time with glasses fogging and keeping them, keeping your keeping your mask up over your nose, it's simple. Band-Aid the <laughs> Band-Aid those wonders. So learn that the, in the OR, and to, uh, he felt free to share this. It may save lives. He explained that a lot of surgeons actually use the surgical tape." For the same purpose, but Band-Aids has a cotton uh, pad that will help you, you know, with less skin irrita- irritation. He could have told us this about eight months ago if you really, <laughs> really want to be serious about it. Apparently, keeping your glasses from fogging up when you're wearing a mask is... It's like brain surgery. It's like brain surgery. (laughs) Think about it that way. Anyway, so let's talk about it. Don't know if you heard of this, but yesterday the sexiest man was announced. So let's talk about it. Actor Michael B. Jordan was named People's Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive for 2020. The magazine unveiled the pick on Tuesday on Jimmy Kimmel Live special. Jordan, who came out dressed as as a ham, what is a what? In some kind of a suit because it was all 2020, revealed the identity after Kimmel and the viewers of the home took guesses. He is, he t- oh, here is the people that took the last 10 years. So going back to 2019, John Legend, Mr. Elba, 2017, Blake Sheldon, 2016, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, 2015, David Beckham, 2014, Chris Helmsworth, 2014, Adam Levine, 2012, Channing Tatum, 2011, Bradley Cooper, and 2010, was Ryan Reynolds. And just for bonus content, 1992 was Nick Nolte. Yeah, I did say Nick Nolte, just in case if you were wondering. Um, anyways, let's continue down, 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 down. Uh, let's talk about some whack facts going on real quick. So let's go through those. Here's some whack facts for today. If you could take, it could take over an hour for a heavy object to sink into the deepest part of the ocean. The average length of a wire coat hanger when straightened is about 44 inches. 44 inches. Because so many people live near the equator, two thirds of the Earth population have never seen snow in person. What? Wow, that's amazing. Um, Cats also have whiskers on the back of their forelegs. Princess Diana had to call Princess Charles Sir until they were formally engaged. What? Oh, I got some things to say there. Uh, your nose is always in your field of view. Your brain chooses to ignore it. 
Wow, that's interesting. Think about that for a second. Take a look at that one. Anyways, here's some stuff for some slices of BS for today if you need some right away. There's an Atari-themed hotel opening in Vegas. Yeah, we did talk about this. Now comes the part, the hard part about it. Atari fans finding someone to share the bed with. Happy birthday to Larry King. He is now 87, not years, divorce attorneys. That's something to think about real quick for sure. Larry King is 87. Some of his children's friends are holding a huge party for him. Betty White, Alexander the Great, Triceratops. <laughs> Saturday is World Television Day. Sometimes I worry I watch too much TV. Like when I'm stuck in the conversation with my wife and I try to fast forward it, try to fast forward everything with a remote. U.S. Thanksgiving is one week away from today. It's the day to give thanks for wonderful things in your life. For instance, your loving wife and kids, also the ATMs that are readily available at the strip club. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's jumpy, 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 because that's what is going on. We're jumping around. Jumping around, jumping around, jumping around, because that is exactly what is going on today. Just real quick about the lottery. No one for Tuesday night's Make a Million Drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $188 million jackpot or $145 million cash payout. So there you go. If you're interested in those things, that is readily available in there. So just for the sake of talking about it. Um, and then let me tell you a couple of other things going on relatively quick. And let me tell you about the days of what, matter of fact, let me tell you this first. Let me tell you what actually happened back on this date. And let me give you in the date of 1985, President Reagan meets with Mikhail Gorbachev in Geneva, Switzerland. The encounter was a first summit as leaders and the first between the American and Soviet leader in almost eight years. While there was no significant policy emerged from the discussion the men quickly struck up a personal friendship that endured as the Soviet Union eventually collapsed. So that was back in 1985. If you're looking for some days of the years that you can celebrate today, here you go. I'm going to give you a whole plethora of them. The National Carbonated Beverage with Caffeine Day, National Play Monopoly Day, Great American Smokeout, National Rural Health Day, Have a Bad Day Day. Yeah, a bad day day. Can I say that again? Have a bad day day. Bad day day. Equal Opportunity Day, International Men Day, National Camp Day, National Blow Bagpipes Day. Well, that's interesting. National Toilet Day. I think we serve that most every morning. Women and Entrepreneurship Day and National Entrepreneurs Day. Hey, there you go. A lot of manure for today for you if you're interested in doing so. Anyways, let's give you some other stuff going on relatively quick. So let's go from the left to the right and to the right to the left. Here you go. If you need something to start off a phone call for today, start off with this one. What new hobby have you picked up this year? If you need a random joke when you actually are talking to someone today, use this one. They say to live each day like it's your last, but I'd rather live each day like it's my first by eating 8 to 12 times and sleeping in between. If you need some conversation for the water cooler, let's cry this one real quick. According to a new survey, this is the most popular nickname we can give our baby. What is it? Peanut. And I did say peanut just in case. So a lot of things to think about today as we have been having a conversation a little bit about 
everything. Like I said before, if you do need somebody to talk to because you are struggling through depression or suicidal thoughts, you can call my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and that is at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK, or you can go to the National Prevention Suicide Lifeline. You can go to the suicidepreventionlifeline.org, and that's readily available for you if you're interested in doing so. That information is always available. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just wanted to share that information with you. Anyways, tomorrow we'll be back with another lovely episode first thing in the morning. Well, not first thing in the morning, but it'll be around the 7 o'clock hour. Um, So we'll get that rolling and bowling. If you need something to think about today, think about this. If you have everything under control, You're just not moving fast enough. And think about that as you go out throughout your day. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM, home of real safety talk. I appreciate everything that you guys do coming out, hanging out, taking a listen to what we have going on, because it's always fun to be able to interact with you on a daily basis, hourly basis, depending on where you take a listen to us. We're always available and streaming 24 hours a day, seven days a week on safetyfm.com via our apps and boy apps and apps and apps could we talk about now for days anyways i know who you are you know who i am love you mean it and goodbye duh the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.